What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 55 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope y'all are having a great Friday, July 30th. Plenty of great music to talk about that has dropped. Plenty um, of great sports news and MLB trade deadline news. NFL minicamp is starting. Uh, we're getting down, like I said, to the end of this baseball season. This NL West race is uh, as tight as ever. Um, and, I mean, plenty of good stuff that is happening um, outside of those things as well. Uh, but like I said, I hope you guys are all having a great Friday. Um, it's Friday, you know. I mean, not really uh, much to complain about, especially a Friday um, that sees um, so much uh, trade news, so much uh, good music that has dropped. Uh, I mean, definitely, um, you know, a good, a good Friday uh, to look forward to, uh, you know, just with all the news that has come out. And um, I, I can't remember the last time uh, this, this trade deadline has been this crazy, um, but there's been plenty of news, um, and, and of course we'll get into that uh, either today, in today's episode or tomorrow's, but uh, first and foremost, uh, I wanted to get into it by starting about some music. Let's get into, uh, into some music news, of course. Uh, somebody that has been in the headlines of the press this week uh, with his performance at Rolling Loud, um, the delayed performance, may I say. Uh, showing up a, a bit a bit late, but still giving one hell of a show. Um, Travis Scott actually uh, celebrating the six-year anniversary of his single and probably his biggest song of all time, Antidote. Um, I mean, this song, of course, came out in 2016, the second single for Rodeo, um, produced by uh, Wanda Girl and Eastbounds. Uh, it originally peaked at number 16 on the Billboard uh, 100 chart, uh, but now is certified quadruple platinum. I actually take this back. This might not be Travis's biggest song. I, maybe Sicko Mode is bigger, uh, but this is definitely that hit that put Travis on the map, um, in my opinion, uh, and definitely made him a household name. Definitely, I mean, every 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 party, every club. Um, every pregame warm-up for any basketball game, football game, whatever it may be, they, they were playing Antidote, you know, around this time. And, you know, Travis definitely uh, was able to, I, I feel like, launch and, and take off because of this song. Um, that's not to say that Travis wouldn't have done it with a hit song because he would have eventually given us one. But this was the song. This just so happened to be the song, in my opinion. And uh, six years later, um, to see all the stuff that Travis has uh, been able to accomplish, not only musically, but I mean, even in uh, you know, just just all these other uh, industries, uh, all the endorsements and uh, collaborations, and uh, you know, everything that he's been able to do uh, with Jordan, with McDonald's, with Fortnite, um, with uh, I mean, it, the list goes on. With Claws, uh, you know. A bunch of uh, designer brands, I'm sure. Um, I mean, the man is an icon. He continues to prove why uh, you cannot put him in a single box uh, when it comes to this music shit. Uh, because he's simply more than that. He's simply more than an artist, a rapper, whatever you may define him as. Um, and he's he just continues to prove so. And it's it's definitely very inspiring to see. Um Another another uh, accomplishment that he's also been able to uh, hit this week uh, is actually Astroworld is now the only hip hop album on Spotify 
with every track having over 100 million streams when the album is at least 17 songs, I believe. Uh, as World, like I said, every single song, 100 million streams. You know, that's, that's pretty freaking ridiculous. Uh, and I mean... It, it just speaks to the it speaks to the album and, and what it is as a whole, of course, you know, cohesively one of the greatest albums of all time, in my opinion. Um, but individually, all of the different pieces of work that got, went into the entire body of work, um, you know, that that that's exactly uh, the reason, uh, you know, to account for the success that it's had, um, you know, it, it, of course. Uh, we can talk about how you know this this project as a whole is 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 one concept. It's one piece. Uh, you know we're able to uh, you know kind of you know jump into this fantasy, this this world, this astral world that that Travis has created, um, and we're able to go through little trips, um, you know, to and from the various songs that are on here. Uh, and I, I think that's exactly why you know Travis is able to accomplish something like. 100 million streams on every single song because each of them are so unique and so different that you know it can speak to you in such a very unique way um and you know i, I love World, and i like i said it's it's one of the greatest albums in my opinion of all time um but i think that you know as much as i love it as a cohesive project as a unit i love the versatility i love how every song every track is so unique Travis does something different every time. He knows how to do something different, um, yet wrap it all up and make it the same concept with all these other songs and ideas that are different from each other. Um, and like I said, that's exactly why uh, we see these accomplishments for 100 million streams on every song. Um, you know, being an album or multiple albums that he's put out, uh, being on that, uh, you know, that Billboard 200 chart, uh, you know, consistently for years at a time. It's, it's remarkable what he's doing, like I said, not only in music, but just with life in general. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I'm just so excited for Utopia, especially after this uh, whole entire Rolling Loud, um, you know, set. Of course, if you guys uh, were not paying attention, Travis actually released uh, or previewed a new song called Estate Plan. Uh, he did this, I want to say, probably seven or eight hours before his set. Uh, as he tweeted out, some people might be asked, some people have been asking me how I'm starting, and I said, This is how, who can remember this by tonight? And then that was um, basically the caption to uh, a one minute uh, song plus video uh with um you know various you know various uh things with, i mean there wasn't really like you know a storyline in the video it was really just travis living life he was he was just honestly flexing the entire time in his cars on his boats on his uh in his mansion um but it was just uh you know like a one minute preview with that video um and then of course he ended up uh like i said Coming to his Rolling Loud set a bit late, but he did pay fines for the curfew um, because he was so late and he was trying to still perform his full hour uh, headlining set. So he had to pay fines, which he did. Um, and then he all of uh, then, like he said, performed uh, performed this uh, new track uh, to start his set, and it really got into it. I wasn't, of course, there, but I mean based on the live streams, based on some of the clips that I've seen, 
Um, it, it just looked absolutely ridiculous there. It looked like everybody was having a blast, and that's exactly what, what Travis is going to do. He's going to put on a show. He's going to prove uh, time and time again that, you know, every time you come to my show, you're, you're going to leave uh, with, you know, like a smile on your face. You're going to leave with probably some stars from – from all the moshing, but at the same time, it's it's for the it's it's for a good time. It really is, and it's it's to have fun. It's to, you know, just let yourself go crazy, and uh, that's what Travis has always prided himself on, and I, I'm sure he will continue to pride himself on. But uh, during his set, he did talk about Utopia, um, as he said, uh, he's been working in a quote unquote tremendously blackout slate, uh, and he cannot wait to introduce. Uh, his this new formula to his fans going so hard on this and I love it I love every moment I can't wait to introduce it to y'all so very excited um, I, I don't really know of course what he means by this blackout state uh, I mean he's uh, you know he has not uh, you know really released I mean is it, if he's talking about franchise or is it gonna be similar to these new singles or I mean not even new really anymore uh, these previous singles that he has released in the past year or so um, but I feel like Travis always does that, uh, in between albums, you know, he, he has those songs that, you know, kind of still, um, get the attention of the audience, uh, you know, allows his fans to still be eating, um, while he's cooking up, um, you know, he's always been pretty good at that in my opinion. So will he, I know, uh, Butterfly Effect was probably the one song from the singles leading up to Astroworld that ended up sticking, but I'm interested to see which of uh, these singles will actually be on the final cut of Utopia. Of course, they are great on its own. They don't need to be on a project to solidify them. But I'm still interested, uh, you know, to see the direction he ends up going in uh, with Utopia. And if any of these songs can kind of already give us a hint at that. Uh, because each of them have been very unique and different uh, in their own ways. And, um, I mean... Travis is going to, you know, do him. He's, he's going to make good music. He's going to, uh, you know, whatever whatever his uh, creativity leads him to, that's exactly what's going to happen. And, um, you know, it only gets the fans more excited. So very excited, very happy. Travis said all these words. He continues to hype up Utopia. He continues uh, to say that this is going to be, um, you know, bigger and better. And he continues to level it up. He continues to show that, uh, you know, Every time he releases something, he's going to level up from the last project. So I don't know how you can level up from Astral World. That was by far, you know, one of the biggest albums of the of 2018. One of the biggest albums of just the 2010s in general. Um, and I mean, following with uh, you know the the tour and how big that uh, you know entire concept was of you know wish you were here. Um, you know. I don't know. I really don't know where he goes from here in terms of a creative standpoint, but I honestly just don't want to even put any any thought into it because I know Travis has such a unique vision, and regardless of what I think or what I think he should do, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like I already know that it's his. It's him. It's what he's gonna do. He what he's gonna do is gonna be great. And I, you know what I mean. Like Travis fans already know this, and I feel like a lot of music heads that that have been around for a minute and really have listened to Travis understand that as well. That you know, as much as uh, as much as you can worry about those things or be interested in those things, you can only do that to an extent. As you gotta uh, just remember that 
You know, it's, it's fucking Travis Scott at the end of the day. And this man has proven time and time again that he knows what he's doing uh, in a lot of different circumstances. But especially with his music, especially with his, you know, set list, his stage design. It's very unique. It's very detail-oriented. And, I mean, damn, man, oh, man, I am very, very excited. But Travis Scott, Utopia on the way. Very excited for it. Another artist celebrating uh, an anniversary um, another artist who was, uh, you know, Grammy nominated with his first studio album, just like Travis was, Corday, um, as he celebrated two years of The Lost Boy. As, um, you know, of course, he just released, uh, just, uh, he released his, um, he released his EP, his four track EP, leading up to his new project. Um, what's it called? It was titled, yeah, Just Until. Uh, which was a four-track EP, More Life, Dream and Color, What's Up with Young Thug, Thornton Street. Uh, those four tracks have been definitely, um, you know, getting getting the replay value they deserve. Uh, Corday de- dropped uh, multiple videos with each of these songs. He's getting the traction. Uh, I feel like it's definitely the buzz that, you know, you kind of get after your first album is Grammy-nominated and, You've proven that you you belong here. You've proven that you deserve a seat at the table, and uh, you know he's he's uh, definitely got the people waiting. But two years of the Lost Boy. Uh, if you never listened to Lost by by Corday, uh, this was actually a 2018 project. Uh, Corday used to be part of a group uh, YBN. YBN's kind of dead at this point, but uh, this was his first solo uh, endeavor, I guess you could say, in terms of projects. Um, and man, oh man, this this uh, project was definitely a really good solo endeavor. As uh, you know, some of the highlights uh, throughout this project include, you know, "Have Mercy," "Broke as Fuck," "Thousand Words," "Nightmares Are Real," "We Don't Make It," "Family Matters," "Lost and Found." I mean, there are just many, many tracks on here that are so. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely a different style of, of rapping. It, it combines this old school, you know, you want to have bars, you want to have the lyrics, you want to make sure you're sending a message out, but it kind of combines that with the new school and, and the production of the new school. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's there's so many different sounds on here from from saxophones, pianos, a bunch of jazz, choir, uh, you know, it, it, it definitely, inf- it, there's there's so many different influences fr- from Corday, um, and you can easily tell uh, how, you know, great his music knowledge is and how much um, truly inspires him, uh, you know, and of course the, the subject matter throughout is, is there as well. I mean, he, he talks about struggles with money. Uh, his his addiction and what has done to him in his life and how hard it's been for him to get clean uh, struggles as a young rapper trying to make it in the game trying to prove himself uh, and I mean that's the whole concept of the lost boy really is is uh, you know just just you're treading on this track and uh, you think you're going in the right way but you know there's still all these different obstacles that are are coming your way but you're you're continuing to push forward you're uh, you know continuing to follow your follow your dreams regardless of what people are saying what uh you know what what drama or uh whatever the case may be is going on in your in your life uh you know you're, you're going to continue to to push forward even even though you you may at times feel lost because it's okay to feel lost but 
Um, you know, it's it's definitely uh, definitely a great album. Um, you know, def there are funny skits on here as well, uh, which I mean, artists don't really do skits nowadays, but that's what I mean by you can kind of you know feel that he's he's trying to pay homage to a lot of these other rap albums that maybe. Uh, he looked up to or he listened to as a kid and he's combining it and doing it in his own way. And that's all you can really ask for um, in an artist, uh, you know, to do, especially a young artist like Corday. Uh, but like I said, Broke as Fuck, probably one of my favorite tracks. Um, you know, it's he he, he goes in, he, he starts rapping, but it's it, what's the meaning? You know, he's talking about his grandma, uh, how his grandma passed away, how his cousin got shot how his brother got 25 years, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot of serious topics on here, and he's able to kind of put that together with this fast, hard, you know, tempo and flow, um, and it's, it's definitely more of a trap song, uh, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's definitely um, him just kind of letting out some pain, you know, letting out all of the stuff that has ever really bothered him and all the stuff that he, he probably keeps on his mind on a day-to-day -day basis because it's it's so tough to accept these things. You know, he's, he's letting out his pain. Like I said, his grandma dying, his cousin getting shot, his brother getting... It's it's like, man, oh man, this, this man cannot catch a break, but it's like on this song, it's the way he's going in, it's like you can you can just tell he's just letting it out. He's he's so mad and angry that he's just he's letting it all out. He's making sure he, he doesn't leave anything un you know unwroten, unspoken, and uh, you know that's it's definitely uh, you know he's he's just reminiscing about this this tough childhood that's led him to the point where he's at and uh, just letting all that pain out. Um, Thousand words is is the complete opposite, and that's it's uh, you know one of the best. Uh, you know, you know, it's definitely um, great lyrically, um, but at the same time, it's one of the most like considerate or, um, you know, soft spoken songs on here uh, because he's still speaking his shit. He's still, you know, talking about trying to, uh, you know, you know, he's basically speaking to everybody in this song and not necessarily just about his own life and his own struggles, but. Um, you know, trying to reach uh, all the people that are listening and, and relate to them uh, on a more personal level instead of, you know, him talking about his personal struggles, maybe uh, just speaking more broadly, um, you know, stuff like uh, no amount of lights can heal up all the pain that I'm feeling, maybe conceal it, hide it all in the problems we deal with, uh, you know, just just in those in those very, you know, what I mean, that little three, four bars, uh, he, he's talking to everybody, you know, about the sh about struggling and uh, leading those struggles head on, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, trying to paint a picture um, for, for the younger generations of what true happiness is supposed to be, what uh, you should be striving for, regardless of what, you know, all these media outlets or whoever it is is telling you you need to do to be happy. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's about, it's about, you know, owning who you are and, and moving forward, um, you know, and, and not really giving a fuck about what, what other people think about who you are. You know, it's about really finding out, you know, what you love, what you like, who, what you don't like, what you don't love, um, and, and just, you know, being able to create the best version of yourself, knowing the real, um, the real truth when it comes to those things, you know, faking what you like or love and 
faking uh, what you don't like, you don't love it, it's only going to lead to more problems at the end of the day. It's only going to lead to you um, going down a path of, you know, regrets, um, you know, just, just a bunch of, of those type of uh, feelings that, you know, you, you could have easily avoided if you took a different route, if you, you know, stayed true to what you felt or what you thought. Um, and that's exactly what he's trying to speak. I feel like throughout it, he's trying to, you know, put his struggles on the, on each of these tracks and he's trying to then, uh, come back and, and, you know, basically let you know that, you know, you may not be able to relate to me. You may not be able to understand what I'm saying, but you have to understand that this is me letting out my pain. This is me letting out everything that's ever bothered me. And I'm, I'm free because of it. I'm okay because of it. And that's exactly, uh, you know, the, the healthy way of, of doing this, of coping and, uh, moving on. And I think that, uh, you know, Corday does a great job of this as uh, in general, uh, but it's definitely, uh, really heard throughout the lost boy. Um, I mean, there's just not a lot of songs like the lost and like lost and found the last track on here, uh, that you find on a, on a freshman album of a, of a, uh, rapping, you know, of a rapper, sorry, of rapping of a rapper. You don't really find a lot of songs like lost and found where, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just, um, you know, this, this guy is so hungry. He's so hungry. He wants it all. But at the same time, he's able to identify that he is now reaching a, a different type of audience. You know, he's, he's reaching a lot of people that maybe need to hear something like that. Maybe, you know, are looking up to him in more ways than some of these other artists could ever imagine. And he's using that and he's using his platform as a way to reach out and, and really, uh, allow the the viewer and the listener to understand they're gonna be straight, but they gotta stay to their plan. They gotta stick to their plan. They gotta, you know, keep moving forward in the way they want to do. Not not uh you know changing up because other people around them are changing up. But for them, and uh, I mean that's all you can ask for in any artist, but especially in a young artist, a young up you know incoming and yet to prove himself, but at the same time already has artists. So, Corday, two years of The Lost Boy, great, great music. But our final, um, you know, celebration of, you know, our anniversaries uh, is No Pressure. One year anniversary of No Pressure, uh, Logit's um, sit studio album, uh, seventh professional project. Uh, I mean, crazy crazy uh those numbers and you know i i mean i've been following logic since since he was a nobody you know since he was up and coming young sinatra mixtapes undeniable um you know welcome to forever um i mean just uh just just crazy how far he's come crazy how this industry is really um taking him in and chewed him up and to spit him the fuck out because, I mean, this man has gone through it all. He's been at the highest of highs. He's been at the lowest of lows. But uh, no pressure. Supposed, uh, you know, supposed to be his last projects as he did announce his retirements. Uh, his last, I mean, the official words were officially announcing my retirement with the release of No Pressure. Executive produced by No ID July 24th. It's been a great tech day. Now it's time to be a great father. Um, this was like I said, the uh, I mean, he, he took a huge break from social media. And this was, I mean, the first tweet, uh, the first post that he'd had in a long, long time. Um, and like I said, 
Uh, it serves as the sequel to the 2014 debut, Under Pressure, one of the best hip-hop albums, in my opinion, uh, of our generation and um, one of Logic's best projects for sure. But uh, this, this, uh, this project, man, definitely um, sent Logic out. Uh, if this was going to be his last piece of work, um, on the most, uh, you know, on, on, on the way he deserved it, you know, of course, like I said, there have been, uh, there's so many different things that happen when you're in the music industry. I'm sure that, you know, I'll never, I'll never understand cause I'm not an artist. Uh, but, uh, it seems as if logic has experienced them all. And, uh, I think he was kind of just fed up and he's trying to just done, he's trying to just wanted to move on and, and not really worry about, uh, you know, the media, not really worry about his label, uh, and kind of just move on from life, uh, you know, knowing that he, he did everything he could. Um, you know, he stuck to himself the way he's been preaching forever. Um, and he, he kind of just wanted to end this uh, the way he started and the way he came in. That was just with hip hop. And that's exactly what he gave on here. I mean, hit my line. Uh, Growing Pains 4, what, what a throwback that was. Uh, open mic Aquarius three still one of the best tracks on here a double a double track but um, Aquarius three is probably probably my favorite on here I love the way uh, they did the music video just for that song but still um, Soul Food two uh, Man I Is um, Dad Bod uh, Dark Place speaking very very deeply heard him say. Um, and I mean, every time obediently yours comes on, it's, it's like the final credits kind of, it's like the final, uh, you know, rollout, uh, after the final scene in a movie and you kind of, uh, just sitting there and you're listening to it and you're just like, damn, is, is that it? Like, is this really like it? Like, is this the last time, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to, um, am I gonna be able to see what this man has to, to bring to us? Luckily now, of course, we know that it wasn't the last time we would hear him. But that's just, you know, the thoughts that, uh, you know, you have when you were listening to this uh, the first time around. And, uh, you know, literally uh, not knowing what the future had in store. You know, you, you Logic plenty of times in the past has, has talked about this being a possibility. Um, you know, I know he's he's joked about it, uh, especially I think it was after everybody Um and then it was after another project as well. I feel like he's always trying to hinted at it, always trying to joke about retirements. Um, but this one, it, it just seemed more real. It seemed uh, definitely like he was, uh, you know, he, he wasn't joking. You know, he wasn't just fucking around this time. Sorry there, I had to go to uh, the bathroom really quick. But uh, talking about logic, talking about no pressure still, like I said, um, this last track on here, Obediently Yours, definitely uh, just felt like a final curtain call uh, for his entire, um, just his entire career. And it was, it was a little sad, especially after, uh, you know, you had such good tracks on here. Um, you, had, you had some music that, uh, you know, a lot of people had been waiting for. A lot of people, uh, you know, especially people that, that grew up on, on Logic Music, um, you know, they, we all knew he was capable of, of putting something out like this. Uh, we all knew that it was in him. Uh, it definitely, um, I, I don't know if it, if it had anything to do um, with uh, just the music industry as a whole. 
but even even uh, you know if that's not the case, if if that's you know still uh, kind of the music that he wanted to drop at the time, or or whatever the case may be, you know you could kind of just feel uh, like something was uh, something was lost, you know something wasn't there uh, for Logic, um, you know the creative process. I don't know if it was getting tedious, if he was just burnt the fuck out, if this this uh, you know. These seven album deals, man. These uh, these these are fucking, these are a lot, you know. I I mean, even if you're putting out an album a year, that's seven years of your life, and uh, an album a year is is really fucking good, you know. In terms of uh, you know, in terms of you know the time, just you know, in between projects, uh, you know, yeah, you, you have artists like Tyler the Creator, you know, every other year. Um, and, and even then it's like they spend that that entire time creating Isaiah Rashad five years ASAP Rocky's always been a guy to wait uh, you know some of these greats uh, you know Cole waited a few years Kendrick waited a few years I know we get artists all the time that are able to somehow drop music all the time and I'm sure that these big artists uh, can do so uh, but regardless of you know if, if you're spending a month in between projects or two years it takes a lot it's a toll um, and this this these seven album excuse me these seven album deals man that's that's a long time of your life and you know it's it's a lot of up and downs a lot of changes that happen uh, you know especially within your career you know within uh, the, your career within the music that you're dropping uh, you know, it's, it's just, um, it's, it's pretty crazy, uh, that's, um, you know, I remember the day Lodge had signed a Def Jam and, uh, for him to now on his, you know, Bobby Tarantino three put death jam and kind of have the beef that he's had with them with, uh, supposedly not paying the, the artists and the producers that have worked on his projects, um, the money that they, they deserved, of course, for working on them and, um, you know, kind of just seeing where that all plays out. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was just tough. It was definitely tough uh, to see an artist like Logic, a guy who, you know, really just preaches peace, love, and positivity. Um, and he always has, you know, for the most part, has stayed out of the, the bad part of the press and uh, getting, um, you know, getting to the point of, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, getting to the point of losing fans because you're in, in the press for, like, bad reasons. I don't think he ever really got to that point. I think it was uh, mostly memes, honestly, and, uh, you know, talking about, you know, whatever it may be, you know, a lot of biracial memes, a lot of, uh, you know, just jokes about uh, some of the stuff that may be corny, uh, and I mean, sometimes it is, of course, but I think for the most part, uh, it was never anything that like Logic, you know, actually did. It wasn't like he went and assaulted somebody or he went and like, you know, did something stupid in that regard. It was, it, I feel like every time he was in the press uh, and it was maybe shined on in a bad light, quote unquote, uh, it had everything to do uh, with just his music and some of the bars that he was saying and, and you know, people clowning him for that. Um, and I mean, that's, that's just like, not even like close to like the worst thing that you can have. Uh, cause I mean, for the most part, some of those lines are even jokes himself. Uh, you know, sometimes he misses and that's, that's a bet. I mean, I know logic, I mean, K, uh, KO, uh, DM or, uh, confessions of a dangerous mind is, is not the greatest project. Uh, YS4 is, is, is okay at best. Uh, it's solid on some days, solid on the, not solid on the other days. Um, 
you know, supermarket is, is I thought was really good. I thought logic was really expanding his, you know, horizon and, you know, making something extremely personal to the book that he created and, uh, you know, trying to create a soundtrack for a book, like who does that? But, um, you know, a lot of people hated on that. Uh, you know, a lot of people hated on Bobby Tarantino too, when he tried to switch it up again. So it's, it's like, he could never win. He could literally never win regardless of what he did. You know, if people are saying, we want you to rap more then he raps more and people are like, nah, not like this. I want you to rap. You know, I want you to have a mixture. Or I want you to do this. I want you to do that. It's like, you can never win. And I felt like logic is, is always going to be that guy who can never win. He's always going to be the guy who's getting whatever, like ratioed on Twitter and shit. Um, but I think regardless, that man has, has definitely stayed true to his message and himself as, as mo as, as best as he can be, you know, as, as best as he can through all the 1-800 memes and, uh, whatever the case may be. I think that uh, at the end of the day, he's still him. And that's, that's, uh, you know, an artist that I'll always love and support is a guy that, uh, you know, through the thick of it. Um, you can, you can still come back with an album like no pressure and, uh, you know, prove all these fools wrong and, and, and show why you, you've been in the game for 10 years. You've been in, you know, so many different environments, uh, because of your music and so many different stadiums and tours and, uh, just parts of the world in general, like that, because of your music and, and, you know, that's, that's the biggest flex of them all, um, being able to, you know, see where this music shit really is taking you. And uh, it's taken Logic plenty pl to plenty and plenty of places uh, that only these other artists can dream of. So, um, I mean, no pressure, one year anniversary. Like I said, I was very happy, like the rest of us, to hear that that wasn't going to be the last time Logic dropped as New Music Friday out this week uh, included Bobby Tarantino 3. Logit's, uh, I'm, I'm assuming his last installment into the Bobby Tarantino series. Uh, I don't really know, but I'm assuming that this is probably the last installment just for the near, the near future. I, I mean, maybe one day we get Bobby Tarantino for the same way we kind of got Young Sinatra for after uh, quite some time. Uh, but it's just different. You know, of course, the Young Sinatra series was really what, what put Logit on the map, what really uh, elevated him into getting a, getting a, uh, you know, a label, um, getting the deal that he wanted, getting, you know, be, to be able to get the chance to put out studio albums. I understand that. Uh, and that's why Young Sinatra 4 was kind of that cherry on top. It was trying to just like, you know, this is this is where I, I started. This is what kind of put me on this map. And uh, we're going to run with it. We're going to we're going to make an album now. But Bobby Tarantino 3 is always trying to be in those mixtapes in between albums. Those those fun, you know, boom bap, hip hop uh, projects that, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, take you back to where Logit's roots are with, with the rap and hip hop. But at the same time, it's, it's just for fun. It's really just, you know, music that, uh, you know, doesn't have, you know, a super deep meaning like some of these other Logic albums and a super deep concept and connecting to each other. But, um, at the same time, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, good to hear. Um, you know, it's, it's why, why, why would it not be appreciated? You know, getting, getting a Bobby Tarantino three, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely good. And it was a good project. I, I know he dropped four, um, four singles for it, uh, before that, but, um, the project as a whole, the way it's, uh, kind of, 
Um, the way the track list works is those four singles are actually tracks two through five as the first track is just an intro. Um, so that's, uh, that's always nice. Um, cause then, you know, tracks, uh, five or no tracks six through 12 are just uh, different, you know, d literally any, anything else than the singles. It's not anything other than, you know, just some new music and, uh, I mean, logic's gonna be logic. It's it's gonna connect with each other. The the tracks are gonna flow into one another. There's gonna be some skits here and there, um, and and that's all you can all you can really hope for um, in a logic project. And this man definitely delivered. I was very excited uh, about this project. I was very excited that logic is, you know, pushed uh, you know a little bit um, in terms of you know continuing to make music. It's it's really nice to see. It's really nice. You know, it's still get new Logic tracks, it's still get lo new Logic albums. Um, and I mean, on this on this project, he said he was working on his final album, that seventh album for Death Jam, uh, so we can inevitably get out of that contract and, uh, you know, move on. Maybe he, uh, sign, you know, just, just drops music under the Bobby Boy music uh, or whatever it may be. But um, still, a great project. Bobby Tarantino 3 out now, but some other... Uh, music that dropped, uh, you might have heard me talk about it many times. You might have heard uh, the buildup and the anticipation from the hip-hop community, and that's Isaiah Rashad's sophomore album, The House is Burning, now officially out um, with with features from Little Uzi Vert, Duck Deuce, Mino, uh, Amandi, J-Rod, J-Worthy, SZA, SZA, I mean, so many great artists on here. Um, and, and this, this project really, really, really lived up to the hype. And I mean, I, I've listened to it three times since the, um, since the, uh, what's it called release of last night. And, uh, it, it continues to get better with every listen. Um, of course the house is burning. Uh, like I said, the second project from Isaiah Rashad, um, as in his own words, what the project is. Uh, is, um, quote-unquote, a passion project that I think a lot of people will like and other people just won't get. Art is supposed to be delivered and interpreted. I'm not supposed to sell you my art, you feel me? Um, and then in other, uh, you know, in other words, uh, when asked, what does this album mean to you? Like, the meaning of the house is, bur uh, is burning is... <laughs> It's like a scenario that you either can lay down with the flames or die from trying to hold on to material things and shit like that, or you can get out in a timely manner, and if it all burns down, you're still going to try to figure it out, right? Because if not, you might as well just lay in that shit. You got to start over. Sometimes you got to start over two, three, four, five times, man. It's just like that type of shit. It's that all, all, it, it's all it means. You've got to have encouraged thinking like that uh, they used to have on these walls. Uh, some because they were uh, like they used to have on these walls in classroom, like they used to have on those walls in classrooms, uh, the character traits, perseverance posters. That's exactly what it means. Um, so definitely um, a long a longer quote there, but I feel like it, it really uh, kind of hit exactly what Isaiah Rashad was trying to was trying to portray, and I, I wanted to give. Uh, just his perspective before I really started speaking on it. Um, and I, I think, um, you know, this is uh, definitely a case in hip-hop where uh, we see an artist um, completely rebuild themselves up to the pedestal that, that we put them on, that 
you know, his peers put him on um, and even his label. You know, I think that it had everything to do with self-inflicted injuries, wounds, uh, setbacks that kind of, you know, just not didn't allow Isaiah Rashad to uh, drop for the past five years. You know, it's it's unfortunate, but it happens in life. You know, we're all going to we're all going to have our setbacks, whether it's from other people and outside forces or whether it's from, you know, just us and, um, you know, things that we do, things that we may inflict upon ourselves. Uh, you never know what's around that corner. You never know when that net's down is going to be. Um, but at the same time, I felt like Isaiah Rashad stated it perfectly. You know, you're going to, you're going to get knocked down and you're going to have to start over so many times and you never know when, that final time will be, but uh, you have to keep pushing for it because eventually, yeah, you're going to get out of it and you're going to be able to see the other side and you're going to be okay, but then you're going to get knocked down again. And what are you going to do? Are you going to recover the same way you did or are you going to back down and, and allow it to eat you up? It's, it's about, you know, um, picturing yourself losing everything and, uh, you know, thinking of, Thinking of what you're going to do, are you going to have that perseverance and drive to be able to start over and figure it all out? Or are you going to just, um, you know, not be able to recover? Because like he said, you should just you should just lie down in that burning house because you're not going to for some reason you're defined by everything that's in there. You're defined by all that materialistic shit um, and you're not going to be the same person walking out of it. But uh, that's not what life is. Life is. You, you don't need everything else. You don't need all these outside things. Everything can burn down in this house and you can get out of there as much as that sucks. Of course, you know, you don't want your house to burn down, but as much as that sucks, you're still going to be the same person that you, that you were, you know, the day before when you were still in that house, you're still going to be the same person moving forward, trying to figure things out and, you know, make a good life for yourself, regardless of how many times that house burns down, no matter how many times, you, you know, you aren't, you, you, you are down and you're not, you know, on, on the best, um, on, on your best, on the top of your feet, whatever, the, whatever metaphor you have to use, you know, that's, I thought this was a really good message, a deep message. And, uh, for, for Isaiah Rashad to, to come back the way he did. And, um, you know, I'm sure he had to start over plenty of times through his various vices and, uh, his various struggles and for him to be as honest as he is and as candid as he is about these various things. Uh, it's, it's all respect to him. Honestly, it's, it's really, really inspiring to see somebody, uh, not give a shit, you know, and, and really just push forward and make sure that they're straight before, you know, everybody else, uh, can get their art, like he said. And, uh, it's, it's not about, it's, it's not about anything else than that. You know, it's, it's about you being okay and you being comfortable with, with yourself first and foremost. And Isaiah Rashad really took a step back and, and worked on that for a long time. And this is what happens when you allow somebody to do that. This is what happens when you allow a person to grow and to, to figure shit out and really, uh, provide assistance when they need it. But, allow them to spread their wings and uh, learn on their own because that's when the real growth happens. That's when you really start to learn right from wrong and what you, what you think that is. And uh, I, I couldn't be more proud to be an Isaiah Rashad fan, especially after this drop, man. It, it, it means, I know this album means so much to him. I know how much work and uh, you know, how much work has went into it, how much time, dedication, uh, just everything, you know, his entire well-being, really, 
has gone into this entire project and for him to come back even stronger, more on top with with the, literally so much support. Seeing all the support last night from, you know, of course his TDE artists. I love how, you know, they all fuck with each other. They all are supporting each other. But, I mean, Schoolboy Q tweeting all night about, about this project. Uh, his favorite song, of course, was R.I.P. Young, which is a lot of favorites right now. Uh, but he said R.I.P. Young been on repeat for like two hours. My homie's better than your homie's. Then Vince Staples responds, he's the best. Absol saying facts. And then Tyler uh, tweeting something. Um, and then Schoolboy Q quoting it. You, Tyler, uh, you, you, as in Tyler, Zay and Vince, all the homies, y'all too good at this music shit. So it's, it's just, it's good to see somebody like Isaiah Rashad, somebody that everybody has wanting had been wanting to deliver for such a long time, finally do so and bring everybody together the way that he brought the hip hop community together last night. Everybody supporting, everybody uplifting and man oh man, it was such a fucking beautiful thing and man oh man, I am so excited to see Isaiah Rashad live because it is going to be a party. It is going to be a good time, but man oh man, shout out to Isaiah Rashad for such a good drop, such a good album. The House is Burning is out now. Some other projects and music that has dropped. Skepta released a five-track EP, which was really good. All in. Had songs with Kid Cudi. Had various tracks on there. Skepta doing his thing. Um, Tory Lanez dropped a project, We Outside. Uh, Dave East and Harry Fraud. Um, Young Dolph. The Kid Lowry dropped his uh, deluxe of the album he dropped last week. Uh, and then some songs, some singles. Silt Sonic with their second single. I have not listened to it yet. I'm sure it's a hit. Uh, Moray featuring Polo G, uh, the Trenches remix. I'm, I'm excited to hear that one. Uh, Rich the Kid had a song. Russ, Tyga, uh, Toozy. Oh, okay. Um, G Easy, uh, Cash Doll. I mean, some some of these some of these people iffy, but I mean, Silt Sonnet for sure. Moray, I'm down. Uh, Rich the Kid, I'll probably listen to. Tyga probably. Russ probably, but um, I mean, definitely a great. A great slate of albums last night. I think last week there was a lot of good singles, but I mean Isaiah Rashad, Logic, Skepta, those three at the top. Like that's it doesn't get much better than that on a New Music Friday. Um, that's that's I mean come on, that's that's all I gotta say. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Who else? I'm trying to find other people. Jaden Trippy Summer. That's a new that's a new single he's been promoting for a little while. Um, no. Yeah, we outside. Oh, I guess uh, yeah, I said Yundolf. Yeah, I mean, so that's all the new music that I dropped. Is I I've only listened to the top three albums: uh, Logic, Isaiah Rashad, and Skepta. But I have not. I'm very excited to dive into the rest of those projects as this this uh, definitely seems uh, to be promising for a, a great week of music and and some music to look forward to. I mean, the weekend updated his profile picture and his bio on Instagram stating the dawn is coming that was then followed with him wiping his entire instagram page which always signals the start of a new era uh this fall this was also followed with uh a lot of cryptic tweets uh say your final goodbyes um the countdown has begun in my head uh, um i'm gonna feed y'all soon pb and j for your ears so a lot of different cryptic tweets for the weekend um and i mean the dawn is coming, and I know a lot of people are prepared and ready for it. After Hours, arguably the best album of 2020, the most snubbed album of all time at the Grammys, uh, one of the best and most iconic Super Bowl performances. 
Um, and, you know, the dawn is coming. Like I said, I have no other words than that. I'm very excited. The weekend always delivers. And, we're, you know, it's time for a new era. It's time to see what Mr. Abel has been cooking up because he knows how to do that. He's very good at his job, as a lot of you know. But uh, that's all I got for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Genius Brodo Podcast. If you did, let me know. Comment. Uh, send me a message. Um, you know, give me some, give me some feedback, whatever the case may be, but that's all I got for today. I hope you guys all had a great Friday. Enjoy your weekends. I'll see you all very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in.